Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another edition of the Mike and Molson Too Good or Too Hot, depending on where you search for right, this podcast right, right. for the radio. Uh, I am Mike. I'm Johnny. And uh, hope everyone had a uh, enjoyable holiday. Uh, you had a you were on the road a little bit before the holiday. I almost though, got right? into a fist fight with a Nigerian cab driver. What? Okay, that yeah, you're bearing the lead. Get right to it. How, <laughs> did he send you an email that he wanted some money? Oh, and then it was so weird, that, so weird. I was gonna say that for you to get cranked up, that must take a lot. That you're almost gonna get in a fist fight. Was it him? Starting stuff with other drivers that made no, you feel no, like no, you had to defend? No, no, or? It, was a, it was a straight up scam. He was pulling a scam. Oh, he was doing, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was taking the wrong, he was taking the long road? Well, I I, I, thought, I I worried about that at first because he said, okay, you know, where are you going? And I gave him the address and I saw him punch it in and I see the location where I'm going come up on his screen. Mm. And then GPS foiled his plan. And then he says, um, ah, yeah, give me that again. So I give him the, uh, again, and that's that was the, my first clue that I was like, that was kind of weird. It's like it was right there. He's got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, oh, give me it again. And, that, and that my, that my brain went to that. It's like, oh, he's going to take some weird route and say it was my fault and gave him the wrong address. Okay, whatever. But then I but then I said, hey, that is unfair. Why would I? That is a terrible thing to think. Right, right, exactly. How I, I immediately go to the worst possible scenario. Especially when they're out there and it's dog eat dog now. They're not the only game in town. Right. There's Uber, there's Lyft, and you were nice enough to choose a cab. I did, and I, you know what? And I and I, I almost went the share a ride route, uh, Uber, Lyft, whatever it was. And it was like, you know, he was there. I was I would have to wait for an Uber. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'll just get in the cab. That's fine. I'll okay, okay, no, we're good. Um, had about a forty-five minute ride to where I was going. Oh wow! Okay. And um, uh, and I also had a client meeting that I had to be on, on on Zoom. So he's driving. I'm in my meeting. Everything's everything's going fine. Uh, and I'm watching. And we're going the right route. Everything's everything's good. Um, so you have been this way before then. This yeah. wasn't this wasn't like where you were some rube out of town Correct. that he probably could have pulled the wool over their eyes. But you know you're yeah. you're savvy. You're a savvy traveler. Yeah, I could tell as we as we were going, we're going the right direction. Okay. Um, so we get to where we get to the destination, and again, I've got my earphones in because I'm talking to a client, and I'm thinking I'm just going to swipe the card, wave to the guy, and we're say out. thank you, and we're done. As I'm getting my card out, he turns around, puts his hand out, and says, give me cash. I'm hungry. Give me cash? I'm Okay. Like, that's the, not the, how this works. No, that's not my problem. <laughs> the best part would have been had you had travel snacks. Right. Just giving like, him that. Yeah. Be like, here you go. We good? Um, I said, no, I'm using my card. Uh, all right, all right. Um, so I put the card in the machine. And it it blinks, it does its thing, card approved, please remove card. And I take the card out. Now, while I'm doing this, he's screwing around with the the fare box up on the on the uh, dashboard. Oh, okay. And, uh, and he says, do you want a receipt? I want a receipt. I just want to get out. Um, and all of a sudden, his screen goes blank, my screen goes blank. And... Um, Is he like running again? And, he's, and he said... You took your card out too fast. And I said, no, it said... No, it, it said, said approved. It, 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 said, yeah. it said approved. It's not approved. You did not pay me. Give me cash. Oh, uh, okay. And I said, no, no you've no, been paid. It, yeah. Especially since you just asked me, do you want a receipt? Right. You don't ask that if in the middle of the transaction, this it, it, it didn't go through. He says, no, no, no. If it would have gone through, a receipt would have printed out. And I said, don't want a receipt. It went through. We're done. Yeah. Uh, he goes, you did not pay me. You give me cash. 
I said, buddy, you're not getting cash. You've been you've been paid. I even go so far as to I take out my phone. I've got my credit card app on there. It's already dinged. Uh, and I said, is this your company? Said, yes. I said, there, there, it's, yeah, it, there it's it right, is. It's right there. That's, there that's what yeah. I just did. This is the money you have. Um, and he, he looks at it and he says, it says pending. It says pending. You did not pay me. I, I don't have money yet. You did not pay me. Give me cash. And, you know, by this time, it's like, this is this is not going to end how you Are think you it's going to Are you still on a Zoom? No, at this, point, I, at this point, I had to pull. I, yeah, I had to completely drop the thing. Uh, Hold and, on a second, I got to deal with a cab driver. Yeah, um, and that was the last thing. It was funny because it was I was on with a client and like three other people, and the last thing they have me they hear me say is, "I'm not giving you cash. I have a card." And then the thing went dead, and so they think I, you know, <laughs> they think I, you may be dead. Yeah. Like, what, what? What? You got a gambling debt? Um, and. So I start to get out of the car. He gets out of the car. Mm. Um, and, um, and Is this like off the beaten path or is this where No, I'm, I'm at the destination. I'm right, at, but I'm are, at, are people around? Like if there no, would have been I'm a rumble, like would it have been a viral sensation? Probably not. I mean, it was just kind of like an, I was at an office in an industrial park. Okay. So, um, yeah, not a lot of people around. Then. I don't think anybody was paying any attention. Uh, and uh, remind me of that because there is a part to that. So, um, so we're going back and forth, and uh, and it's just like we're not. I'm, I'm not doing. You've been paid. There's nothing else I can tell you. Check the machine. So he calls his dispatch office, and this woman. Oh, good lord! Now, yeah. he, oh god! So this woman answers the phone, and uh, he starts screaming. He has not paid me. He has not paid me. And um, she said, "Well, you know, push this button, push that button, and you'll see if it's if it's." Gone through, going or not. through. She said, "I'm not at the office right now. Give me ten minutes." Oh God, can, she's not even. At, right. Oh Jesus, I can okay. I can tell you what happened. And uh, he, he points at me. He says, "You wait ten minutes." I said, "I'm not waiting I, ten minutes." I got something right. I gotta no, do. I've already been in this too long. And um, then another voice gets on, and I and he says, "Put me on speakerphone. Let me talk to the customer." Uh, and so the guy puts the phone to me, and uh, and whoever this person was on the phone. Give me your phone number. Give me your name. If something's wrong, I'll call you back. But it's it's probably fine. Um, so I give the I give the guy the number and my name, and I just walk away from the guy. Um, and you know, it's, it's it was one of those things where it's like, I, I, and I, I haven't called this cab company back, uh, and I want to because it was like this wasn't a guy that was confused about how the machine works. No. He was clearly pulling a scam. Right, exactly. Uh, how many and, times and have you done prob- this before? Yeah, I mean, how, how 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 hard is it? You know, yeah, you get all amped and excited, and you know, everybody's everybody's uh, anger is up, and he's saying, "Just give me cash, just give me cash." And I was like, "Ah, fine," you know. You're right. Just um, here's twenty, and, take it, and be done with it. And so I'm sure I'm sure he's gotten away with it. Um, Did he then say, "You use my phone. Right. Give me cash for bill. <laughs> I get paid by minutes." Uh, but yeah, but it was you know as I think back on it, I, I you know I didn't know how how heated this guy was going to get. Right. And yeah. was, you know I didn't know what his what his deal was. And you know I I even looked up the name of the cab company. I can't find it anywhere online, even a phone number or anything. Isn't they, it you know, weird how you know there's sometimes those cabs even in Chicago and stuff, and it's like they have a number. Yeah. But you don't know if that's a real number. Well, and, right. Yeah, they just kind of show up out of nowhere. And yeah, with all the advances that are out there. Um, you know, you would think that the cab industry would say, all right, let's step up our game a little bit. But, yeah, there's so many cab companies that just – it's just somebody's phone number. Yeah. And they've got a cab license. Um, and so I go into the office and I'm, I'm talking to uh, the, the person that I was there there to meet. I said, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what just happened. And I re- retell the story. He said, oh, 
Was that what all that yelling was out there? <laughs> oh, so, thanks, buddy. You could have maybe come right, to the exactly. window yeah, or, or something. You know, Called the authorities. <laughs> back me up out there. I'm just alone in a parking lot oh, yelling at a crazy night. Yeah. yeah, that was you in distress? Oh. And he said, yeah, you know, it's kind of it's a weird industrial park area. You know, sometimes when I hear commotion out there, I just I don't get involved. I don't look out the window. It's like, thanks. <laughs> I get involved. I don't look out the I don't look out the window. It's, uh, it's better not to know. It's like, okay, all right, thanks for your help. You don't look out the window in an industrial park? Come on. Mm. That's a, probably the best place to look out the window. No one's going to pay so, attention. So, yeah, I mean, it's, and it was just one of those So you're things. just going to start renting cars between the Uber oh. thing where you couldn't tip the guy yeah. and now cabs. Now you're just going to have to rent a car. I did not in a million years think that, but apparently that's this is now a thing and probably something people should. So that, was, right. that that's your public service announcement from the Too Good for Radio uh, podcast. We would broadcast that across the city, but we were not allowed to be on the radio. <laughs> we're not allowed. So, Although there's no one else here in this particular right. day that we're recording this. Yeah. So we probably could just flip on the switches yeah, if so we wanted the to. eight people that are listening, yeah, just watch out for that. <laughs> and by and the we, way, we appreciate your download numbers. We do. Thank you. And uh, well, as you're listening, with the holiday season coming up, remember, we are brought to you by Nugenics. She'll <laughs> like it, too. Stuff it in her stocking. Um, well, we go from one a-hole that you uh, were dealing with to an am I the a-hole here from Reddit. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Background. Uh, I am a—now, this is the person writing, not me, myself. I'm a 28-year-old female, have been going to school full-time and working full-time and teaching fitness classes as a side gig for the past four years. The two years before that, I was juggling two to three jobs at the same time to save up for school. I can count on one hand the number of small breaks I've had in the last six years. I'm very tired, but graduate in a few short weeks. The situation. Since my schedule is freeing up, my parents and two older sisters decided we wanted to go on a week's vacation early next year. We've been planning and discussing, and so far, it's just been the five of us. My mom called me this past weekend and said that my oldest sister wanted to invite my cousin on vacation with us and asked what I thought. I immediately said I would not be coming if she was too. Uh-oh. My cousin has a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and she would absolutely be bringing them if she came. I cannot imagine anything less relaxing than being on vacation with two toddlers. <laughs> and I said, I haven't been on vacation in six years. My mom said she agreed with me, but was pretty neutral on the whole situation. But she would tell my sister that my cousin couldn't come. Flash forward to last night and my oldest sister called and told me I was a complete a-hole for not letting my cousin come on vacation with us. She was raging. We got into a fight about it and haven't talked since. The rest of my family is staying out of it. Am I the a-hole? So her whole beef was she wanted a vacation, but she didn't want a vacation with a toddler? She didn't want a vacation with two kids on it. She said, I can't think of anything worse. I've been I've been working hard for six years, Johnny. She can't think I, of anything worse? I, I can think of a lot of worse things. <laughs> like getting into a yeah, fight with yeah, a Nigerian yeah. cab driver, possibly. Take, take, a, take, a, take a cab ride with a Nigerian. Yeah, well, I take it back. Not worse. I can't think of anything less relaxing than vacation with two toddlers. They're not her responsibility. Right. Is what I'm getting from this. Like, do you have to, that? I get, it brings up another question. You don't, when you go on vacation with people, right, family or friends or otherwise, you don't always have to be with those people the entire right. vacation. Like, you can do a majority of things with them, but if you're a majority of adults traveling, you don't always have to be together as a group. And this seems like a. I have to do stuff on vacation person as opposed to I want to do nothing on vacation person. 
And the reason I say that is I think she thinks that the toddlers are going to goof up the plans. Correct. Uh, or will limit the plans or, or any kind of a thing. Um, and I'm more of a I want to go on vacation and not do stuff. Because I, 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 that's the idea of being on vacation is to get away from doing stuff. Is not having a schedule per right. se. Um, yeah, she's- and I don't know that. And the other thing, yeah, I've been on trips with families. And here's a pro tip for you. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You can actually go do your own thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, here's the thing. It's the cousin's, it's the cousin's responsibility. It's her kids, yeah. right? And if she tries to pawn them off on you on the vacation, you politely say, those are your kids, not my oh, kids. Yeah. And those kids are going to flame out, right? Yeah. You can. You don't have to put up with them for a small amount of time before a nap time comes or something else happens. And this cousin can go put them away or the mom or whoever else invites them. Like this lady just seems to be yeah. a pretty, pretty self-righteous to me of like, I kudos to her for all she's doing, working full time and going to school and then also fitness classes. But it does seem like she is very much a... Everything has to be scheduled out, to, mm-hmm. to your point. Of and like, her way. Yeah, and her way. And so she feels like it's owed her for her six years of hard work right. that she gets this entire fantastical vacation. And the minute kids come up, she's like, no, I don't want any part of that. So just go somewhere else. That's true, Why too. Why does she even have to make a thing about it? Why? Great point. Maybe she gets a different hotel. Or maybe, I guess maybe they're doing the Airbnb thing. She doesn't go into further much about that. But but yeah, I, I feel like she is kind of the I mean, a-hole If this is all a big deal, if, if taking a vacation is a big deal to her, then go where she wants to go. She doesn't have to go with the family. Very true. I didn't even think about that. She could go just plan her own vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Although it is weird, I will say this. I'm not I'm not that close to my cousins to where I would if a family vacation was happening, I'd call up a rando cousin and say, right. "Hey, we're all going on vacation. Do you want to come along?" I I guess she does have a point there of is there some precedent of if a family the the immediate family is planning a vacation, can one family member go rogue and invite a rando family member? Yeah. Is that allowed? I mean, I don't understand how the whole invite came about. Cuz uh, the oldest sister Wanted to invite the cousin. Okay. And the, but but the, she was saying no because the cousin has kids. And how do we know the kids are coming along? Maybe yeah. the maybe the kids stay with the dad. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of layers to this terrible. Yeah. Individual so the answer here. is yes. She is the a hole. Yes. That's, she is that's the a hole. Terrible. It is the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Ding. Sting, sting. Yeah. Exactly. Ding. Uh, staying on the subject of kids, I found this question on Ask Reddit, and I find it interesting. What would you do if you woke up? In the morning, and found out you were a kid again. Mm. Because everyone, you know, always like, I want to be young again. Oh, if I had right. known then what I know now. So this is like a Tom Hanks scenario. Yes, or something? A reverse. But instead of being a kid waking up as an adult, right. you're an adult and you wake up as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think that is way more fraught with peril than the opposite of a kid waking up as an adult. Do I take my adult knowledge back with me? Yes, it, it, yeah. you have, it's your full consciousness and psyche and everything else, but all of a sudden now you're in a kid body, and let's just say you're 11. Mm. So you wake up the next, mor- the next morning, you go to bed tonight as Johnny, yeah. and you wake up the next morning as 11-year-old Johnny. Yeah, I don't know if I could handle it. I don't know if I could handle like present-day internet temptations, and I, I think my brain would explode. That's see. That's what I'm saying. I think it's fraught with peril. Like if you're in the in the big scenario, I think it works because a kid has these glorified ideas of what an adult is, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I can do this now. Oh, I can do this now. 
if you're an adult that wakes up in a kid's body, as much as you'd like to be young again, there's a bunch of things you yeah. can't do, right? right. Like if, if, you, if you're having a tough day in junior high and you're an adult in a kid's body, you can't go to a local, you know, bar right, that's true, and, yeah. like, and have, like, that's highly illegal. Yeah. You can't just drive somewhere, right? So to me, yeah. as, as attempting as it sounds to be like, oh, my God, I'd love to relive my youth mm-hmm. to a point. I don't want to go back too far. Right. Right. right like, right, I th- right. like in my mind now, I'm like, the youngest I would like to go back to yeah. is 21. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I know mean, if- not that I'm dependent on booze, but you want that option available, <laughs> right? I don't know if my present day brain could handle uh, current day being a kid. Oh, I know. Right. Because it, it's it, too much. Kids would look at you weird. Yeah. If you were to be like, "Hey, let's let's go out to the local ball field yeah. and just play a pickup game." A bit. What do you? What? We let's don't go do jump that. on the bell hose down at the filling station and make a ding. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go get on the old seesaw. You know, <laughs> the kids wouldn't understand that. Outside? You want to go outside? Right. Exactly. They'd be like, yeah. "What? What? What's, what's there to do out there? There's air out there. I don't want. And... I don't want to be running around and mm. doing things. That's I ridiculous. Step in a puddle." So, yeah, it's fraught. As much as people would glorify it, mm-hmm. I think it's fraught with peril. I, I, think, I, think, so that's, too. I think that's why we've never. Well, I guess we had 17 again, was that movie um, with uh, Jennifer Garner, where she came 17 again. Yeah. But I, I, as much as people are like, oh my God, if I could go back, you don't. You don't want to go back. Yeah, and I, and, would, and there's some there's some variables here that I'm unclear on. Is like, am I taking my present day brain with yes, me? Yes, you are. So I know all the things I know. Yeah, you don't just and forget now you get to do it again. Yeah, you don't get to forget. Your, your consciousness stays, and now you're just in a kid's body. Yeah, because I would get even thrown off by okay, you don't want to go outside. You want to play video games. It's too. The video games are almost too complicated. I'm gonna be the old man standing, you know, yelling at the sun. Right. But like, it was very easy. I had to be, you know, even Sega Genesis. I had the A, B, and C button. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Or PlayStation. You had four buttons. Now it just seems like there's 18 buttons and all these different choices you have to make in the video yeah. games. It's like I just want to. I just want to hit a ball. Can you imagine trying to get a girl's attention while she's got her face in TikTok trying to do a dance and you're trying? You're. you're how oh. do you? Can you can you imagine trying to? Make a TikTok to get a girl's. And right. even, even asking for a prom mm-hmm. is a big promposal now. It's like yeah. you got to go through the whole big thing of like lighting off fireworks and, and renting out a, an entire, you know, arena just to get someone to go to a damn dance with you. Right, right. Uh, be no, no, no yeah. for me. No yeah, for me. I'd be sending pictures I shouldn't send. And I mean, there's just all kinds Accident, of things. Accidental pictures. Yeah, like, just, look at the thing that just showed up down yeah, there. I, I got hair. I, <laughs> Once I again, I didn't understand anything about sex. <laughs> Once again, brought to you by Nugenics. Mm-hmm. She'll like it too. Speaking of weird things about oh, sex, yeah. yeah, this is a new, I, this, this is, is a, a, this is you brought this up to me. I have no idea. I'm going in this sight unseen, thankfully, because the alternate name for the podcast is Sex and, and Poop. Poo. It's right. Um, if it's about sex or poop, we're talking about it. <laughs> Giving you the hard-hitting issues. Emphasis on hard. This happened up in uh, Michigan during, you know, all the crazy elections that we just went through. Oh, yeah. Uh, Former political candidate um, is in jail again after after his blood linked him to a recent break-in. No! uh, Because he has a cranking fetish. Cranking fetish? A cranking fetish. I think I know what cranking is, but I'm pretty sure when you tell me what cranking is, it's not anything what I thought cranking would be. Mike, I don't know if you do know what cranking is. My thought process is cranking is much like doing stuff with your crank. No. 
No, that's cranky? called masturbation. Everyone does that, right? That's not but a fetish. I, <laughs> that's perfectly normal. <laughs> that's something all kids do. You know, when I was eleven, okay, yeah. Um, no, no. Oh, it's cr- before you go any further. Sure. It's cranking like that weird fetish that they had that movie about, where people were doing it at crash sites. No, remember that weird James Spader movie? No, it's not even. It's not I never even watched that, that movie, it's, but I read the. I read like the kind of the the summation of it's that automotive movie. adjacent. Oh. Okay. Oh, no, no. Is he banana in the tailpipe and people? No, no. no? And that's okay. what I thought it was, too. I thought he was I thought he was putting his own banana <laughs> in the tailpipe. tailpipe. But Can you no. imagine walking up? You just have to sell that car. <laughs> Be like, that car, my car's been violated. I have to sell that car. All right, so what is cranking for everybody waiting to hear? The act entails removing a vehicle's spark plug wires so that the car runs rough. And that is how you get your own sexual gratification. Get a rumble strip going on? (laughs) (laughs) That's very, that's, wow. He is a habitual offender with a criminal history of multiple incidents involving a fetish referred to as cranking. The fact, here's the thing, the fact that enough people are doing that, right? Right. That that it's actually got a term. Right. For it is ridiculous. Yeah, that there are psychologists who probably specialize. Oh, I specialize Listen, in cranking, cranking addiction. So once again, it's, it's taking out the spark plug and plugs and rewiring. You remove, things, so. you remove the spark plug wires, and the car runs rough, rough, and that really gets you going. Okay, that gets your own crank going. <laughs> Police interviewed weird. him. The same. They, 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 there was a break in. They found DNA samples from him. Um, it was blood from the from the scene of the crime. Uh, I guess when he when he broke in. Uh, oh, so it, it's, it's any car, not your own car. Right. I guess once you just do it once to your car, the the you wouldn't do this to your own car. You wreck your car taking the, the spark plug wires. The out thrill like is gone if it's just your own car. In interviews with police, he said his goal was to gain access to the vehicles and drive them around the property. Uh, <laughs> he made no admissions regarding cranking, and none of the vehicles had stolen spark plugs. See, I'm not not a crazy cranker. The spark plugs are right where they're supposed to be. Um, In 2017, he was sentenced to mental health and sex offender treatment along with five years probation uh, on on eight separate felonies of auto abuse cases (laughs) ranging from 2016 to 2017. He had uh, police say that he broke into and cranked in a a county-owned maintenance truck. (laughs) You can't crank in the county truck. Your Honor, <laughs> my client here has never cranked in a county-owned truck. Maybe in private vehicles, but never in county property. And where my client cranks in the privacy of his own home is protected by the Constitution of the great state of Michigan. Wow. Uh, he uh, broke into a body shop uh, and uh, took four vehicles for cranking joy rides. Um What's the turnover time on the in between cranking? <laughs> I mean, right, you, you get you, to one vehicle, you crank, you know, you cranked one time, then you bring it back. God, Jake's really on edge. He, I don't think he's, I don't think he's cranked in a while. <laughs> Um, in 2018, he allegedly took two pickup trucks and a dump truck uh, Whoa. for company, quote, joy rides and damaged them in the process. It feels like the, f- okay, it feels like he needs it rougher each time, right? Right. Because he starts with like a county truck, and then it's these these other trucks, and then he he's like, 
I need the bigger thrill now. Like the, right. the the normal the normal combustion of cranking in a regular car doesn't do it for me anymore. Now I need a dump truck crank. Right, about four th- <laughs> four thirty in the morning, some summer a farmer is going to go out and see some guy on his combine. What is that guy doing? <laughs> just just driving around willy nilly, right. and he's not even going in straight lines. What is the, he's just messing up the whole crops and you everything. Know he's cranking around over he's there, cranking my crops. He's crop cranking. <laughs> he's crop cranking with my corn. Oh. If you or somebody you know is uh, in danger of having a cranking fetish, there is a hotline you can call. Uh, that uh, that also is our public service announcement to all eight of you. Don't crank. 1-800-DON'T-CRANK. Oh, my God. He's talking about me. And <laughs> she'll like it, too. The one. Imagine out of the eight <laughs> listeners we have, one of them is a cranker. That wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. One in eight people stuff from cranking. <laughs> The Sex Poo and Crankin' Podcast. If, I, if it hadn't been for Mike and Olson's Too Good for Radio podcast, I don't I'd know so, where I'd be today. I'd be, I'd be in a street sweeper cranking away right. on the municipal streets of downtown Springfield. <laughs> Thank you, Mike and Olson. We're here for helping people. Yeah, that's, that's all we do. And finally, besides Sex and Poo, and you talked about the DNA evidence of the Crankin' story. DNA evidence has found the remains of a 1,700-year-old monkey shows signs of the Mesoamerican relationships and also the first ever primate in captivity. 1,700 years ago? Yes, 1,700 years ago. It took that... I mean, that's not that long ago, right? No, not really. You would think... I mean... You think maybe prehistoric man had monkeys in the zoo, but, you know, they they, they were running wild. Researchers... I mean, I guess it's like in the... That's like in the three digits, right? That's like it a, is. That's, it is. Okay. Yeah, exactly. This uh, comes from a report in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Uh, unearthed in 2018 at the base of a pyramid, the monkey's skeleton lay beside the corpse of other animals, including an eagle and several rattlesnakes, in an area of the city where visiting Mayan elites may have resided. This is down mm-hmm. in Mexico. Evidence of animal sacrifices, including of predators like jaguars, have been found in the city before. But up to that point, we did not have any instances of sacrificed primates. Chemical analysis of the spider monkey's bones and teeth showed that the female had likely been captured in a human environment at a young age sometime in the 3rd century. And the monkey then lived in captivity for a few years before meeting her end between the years 250 and 300. But I, we've had civilizations for some, you know, 20,000 years. There's been tribes and... Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm surprised that it took that long for us to hang out with a monkey. Well, maybe, like I said, they were a little afraid of them. I guess so. And now you get to the size of a spider monkey to where they were okay to put it in captivity. Mm-hmm. So, just think, 1,700 years ago, someone could have had a monkey butler. Well, and in that short amount of time, I guess the company HelloFresh has been accused of using monkey labor. Once again, th- this is a story that keeps recurring. They, yeah. they have not learned their lesson. And what is the monkey labor that they're using? Uh, they are using monkeys to, I guess, get um, coconut milk. That damn HelloFresh. That's how they keep their prices so low. Statement from HelloFresh. By the says, way, go to uh, MikeAndMolson.com for the free HelloFresh code. Get right. four free meals. <laughs> and a monkey. HelloFresh strictly condemns any use of monkey labor in its supply chain, and we take hard, the hard position of not producing from uh, procuring from suppliers or selling coconut products which have been found to use monkey labor. I, I can't believe we're talking about this. Still. That they have enslaved monkeys somewhere. Well, I mean, you think about you think about it, though. I mean... You can train monkeys to do most anything, really. Yeah. I mean, the organ grinders and that kind of stuff. So what's what's the real difference <laughs> between right. organ grinders and, right. 
and 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 monkey coconut it's laborers. A small, it's a, it's, it's a, a small, small it's a small step from a from a you know nice little man organ mm-hmm. grinder with a dancing monkey with him asking for a quarter to a bunch of enslaved monkeys getting coconuts. And then we haven't had monkeys on the midway in a while over at the state no, fair, no, which was great. It was. But now I feel bad because I'm wondering if that monkey is just like sold off into coconut yeah, milk slavery. That'd be upsetting. I'd rather him be getting a quarter for every high five. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you know those monkeys. What what can they do? They can't go back into the into the no, woods. No, no, you can't. Yeah, you can't put him back. I mean, he's used to high fiving people. Yeah, and taking pictures with everyone. George was one of their monkeys' names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, and now, so anyway, um, Peta is all upset with Hello they're, Fresh, but they're always they're upset. always upset. Uh, yeah, you've never really heard any, uh, a statement from Peta where they go, everything's cool. No, they haven't. They're always upset about even any type of moves in the right direction to PETA. There's always something more yeah. that could be done. And speaking of something more that could be done, we will end this episode with some happy news involving apes. Oh, good. Uh, happy 15th birthday to the gorilla Thabo from the Sri Chamaranjendra Zoological Gardens. By the way, Thabo is a good name for a gorilla. Yeah, Thabo is a great name yeah. for a gorilla. Um, so Thabo uh, turned 15 uh, this past Wednesday, and he was treated with a multi-layered cake prepared using fruits like muskmelon, grapes, apples, nuts, and also vegetables. So happy 15th birthday to Thabo. Good on you, Thabo. Exactly. And for those who are wondering, Thabo is not a cranker. No, no, no. no monkeys don't on. crank. No, it, it takes it takes the messed up human brain to come up with that. Monkeys are still just doing regular monkey sex. <laughs> And God bless him yeah, for God it. God bless him for it. Thank you for keeping things regular. So what we learned today, uh, yeah. there is a cranking hotline. Uh, also, watch yourself when you get into a cab. Yes. And go to the Mike and Molson podcast website for a free code for HelloFresh and Eugenics. <laughs> if you can find it. Exactly. She'll like it, too.